Step 6. Repent. Week 1, Day 5. Entirely ready to turn toward a good God. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to turn to you and walk with you in new life. There is a great reward for those who turn from sin and turn to God. You may fear what you will lose if you turn from old ways to fully follow Christ. It's not easy to see what you will gain until you actually do it. Jesus clearly taught that the way of God, although costly by worldly measures, is a path of blessing. Those who are dissatisfied by sin are at the threshold of true blessing. Godly sorrow leads to repentance, and repentance leads to godly blessing. In Matthew 5, verse 3 to 6, Jesus said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the humble, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Your sinful nature sees with worldly eyes and measures blessings in worldly terms. It overlooks the pain in the lives of those blessed by the world, the rich, famous, powerful, while it envies their worldly gains. It rejects eternal gains because its destination is set on this world. Jesus saw with eternal eyes. He knew that attempts to gain this world are costly to the soul, and that worldly rewards are short-lived. He knew that eternal gains can never be taken away. What you treasure holds your heart. In Matthew 6, verse 19 to 21, Jesus said, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Take time to answer this question now. Question 1. How would life change, investment of time, energy, money, if your personal and family goals for this life, wealth, career, retirement, were replaced by goals of eternal value, like loving and serving God and others? Is your treasure eternal or worldly? When Paul wrote to Christians in Corinth, the city was known across the world as a center for commercial trade, wealth, and luxury. It was also known for its immorality, so much so that the saying, to live like a Corinthian, meant to live a drunken and immoral life. In 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9, 14, and 16, Paul, writing to Christians in Corinth, says, But as it is written, What no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them, because they are spiritually discerned. But we have the mind of Christ. Often, it is hard to see the benefits of surrendering your heart to God when you are watching Christians who aren't fully committed to following Jesus. Many who call themselves Christian continue to live for worldly gains, rather than eternal rewards. As a result, their lives, goals, and struggles look the same as everyone else, or worse. But Christians who turn from their sinful natures to fix their eyes on Jesus do not regret worldly losses. The treasure they find transforms them. The longer someone truly follows Christ, the more they are marked by blessings and characteristics 
that aren't tied to worldly rewards or trials. God uses the journey with Christ to develop eternal treasure within the hearts of his followers. He transforms those who fully follow Christ into the likeness of the one they follow. Philippians 3 verse 7 to 8 says, Whatever gain I had, I, Paul, counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish. The following are a few of the character blessings God promises he will develop in the hearts of those who fully follow Christ. See Galatians 5, verse 16 to 25. Love that is unfailing. See 1 Corinthians 13. Joy made full, even overflowing. See John 15, verse 11, and 2 Corinthians 7, verse 4. Peace that is perfect and passes all understanding. See Philippians 4, verse 7. Patience that endures suffering to save. See 2 Corinthians 1, verse 6, and 1 Peter 2, verse 20. Kindness that draws people to repentance. See Romans 2, verse 4. Goodness all the days of our lives. See Psalm 23, verse 6. Faithfulness that saves. See Hebrews 11. Gentleness that restores. See Galatians 6, verse 1, and 2 Timothy 2, verse 25. Self-control from sinful desires for God's glory. See Galatians 5, verse 16, and 1 Peter 4, verse 3 to 7. God loves you. He is not trying to withhold the good life from you. He is directing you to it. In John 10, verse 10, Jesus says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Jim Elliot said, He is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain that which he cannot lose. Answer this question. Question 2. Have your heart's treasures produced the blessings listed above? List some things your worldly treasures produced in your life. Sin costs you the full blessing of knowing, loving, and enjoying God's goodness. Sin keeps you from undistracted, unhindered worship of God. Fixing your heart on God frees you to see God's goodness. God's goodness exposes sin's ugliness and changes the desires of your heart. God is eager to share more of himself with you. He restores hearts that turn to focus on him. He heals, gives joy, and provides purpose. A prophecy to Judah after sin brought judgment and destruction to their land is in Joel 2, verse 12 to 13, which says, Yet even now, declares the Lord, Return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. Mourn the damages of your sins and your lost opportunities to know the full goodness of God. Leave your sinful nature in the grave. Turn from your sins to treasure Christ and follow Jesus as Lord. Answer this question. Question 3. If you are entirely ready to turn from the world to follow Christ as Lord in all areas of your life, let Psalm 119 verse 28 to 37 be your prayer.
which says, My soul melts away for sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Put false ways far from me, and graciously teach me your law. I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I set your rules before me. I cling to your testimonies, O Lord. Let me not be put to shame. I will run in the way of your commandments when you enlarge my heart. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I will keep it to the end. Give me understanding that I may keep your law and observe it with my whole heart. Lead me in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. Incline my heart to your testimonies and not to selfish gain. Turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and give me life in your ways. If you are not entirely ready, ask God to help you become ready. The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, change anything in me that is holding me back from your will for my life. Now it's time to take action. List any worldly treasures you are not ready to leave behind. Ask God to take them from you if you cannot surrender them yourself.